The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to the Pride to Detroit post-game show. Uh, let's keep this one a bit light, shall we? I know some of you are upset about that game. I know some of you are ready to go on and see your family here. Families here because um, this one was a rough one to take in. This one was a rough one to take in, and honestly, it's really hard to find a place to start on where it all went wrong for the Detroit Lions in this game. Personally, if you're asking me, and I don't know why you would ask me, but if someone was to come up to me tomorrow and to say, hey, Chris, you know, I am the uh, generalissimo of the Detroit Lions. What do you think is wrong with this team? What, What do we need to change by Monday? My answer would be, well person who doesn't exist, Sheila Fordhamp, maybe, we should start by destroying the moon. If you didn't see, it's, uh, there's, there's a, there's a tweet going around about waxing, uh, waxing gibbous moon, lion, on Thanksgiving, lions are 0 and 12. Regardless, it's a dumb joke. The point is that I don't really have much of an answer. Um, I am getting a lot of people who are new to the Detroit Lions, and I have no other way to say that, who are insisting that this loss now means the season is over. Those people are wrong. Those people are, listen, I get it. You want to go back and watch Michigan football and watch them beat up on tomato cans every Saturday? By all means, go and do it. Go and do it. The NFL is tough. The NFL is a long season. The Lions, we must take stock, are eight and three. I think that is very important. There's a lot we're going to criticize about the Lions here. But the first thing to say is that the Lions are eight and three. Now, they got to eight and three in a weird way. They did it against a divisional foe who is very poor. They did it against they dropped to eight and three against a team that, quite frankly, really didn't have much business in this. But the Lions shot themselves in the foot a lot of times on this. And the problems come from a lot of different places. Now, I think some people are starting to panic because they're starting to believe what are some streaks are trends. They might still be trends. It's hard to tell, but it's also hard to tell when you play a game this sloppy that you don't know really what to make of it. For the Baltimore Ravens game, we could easily point to the fact that the Ravens' defense was really, really good, and that Lamar Jackson gave no end of trouble to the defense. 
In this case here, Jordan Love did give a lot of trouble to the defense early on. Early on, because I think some people are going to want to blame a lot of this upon Aaron Glenn and the defense on how the Lions lost. And yes, for about two, two drives to start the game, I would have said that's true. And Jordan Love was very hard to stop. And unfortunately, I don't know what else to say about that right now, because it's now if you want to talk trend side, you're now looking at two young quarterbacks who don't really do much suddenly using this game like it's the Super Bowl against the Detroit Lions, which is kind of what happens when you are the hunted rather than the than the the hunter in a division chase that. They play incredibly well, and the and the defense really has no answer for it. It did hurt them in stopping third down conversions, which I don't know what to do. It's also very hard, and you know I don't tend to play the ref game, when Aiden Hutchinson's getting just double teamed, held, and all that other kind of fun stuff. But I really didn't think the defense overall played sloppy outside of those first couple of drives. They did, out after the first half, where, yes, the Packers scored 14 on offense, and they get the short field from the from the turnover. Plus, I mean, but after that, it's only about nine points. One other touchdown led up. Defense kind of settled down. But you keep having these bad starts for the defense that puts you into a hole. And those bad starts are complicated by another issue that is now rearing its head in about two games, which is, what do you do about Jared Goff turning over the football? What do you do about Aaron and Jared Goff throws that aren't really getting to his his receivers? What about these weird high throws, tipped passes? Uh, and again, part of that, too, is, OK, then the next question comes from it. What do you do in this game about his poor pass protection? He was just getting barreled over all day, sacked three times. And Jared Goff is a tempo quarterback. This is something we've always known about Jared Goff. He's going to end this game with 332 passing yards. And yet you watch him play and on those third downs, on those critical third downs where you need to keep the drives alive, the Lions found themselves seven out of 15 in third down efficiency, one of five in fourth down efficiency. So when Jared Goff had the, and the offense had the ball on, had a play on the line to continue a drive, they were very poor at it. Now, again, part of that comes back to the pass protection outside of tempo, without a tempo established with Jared Goff getting pressured up up the middle and with several Packers de defenders just plainly not getting picked up on many, many plays, it just starts to spiral out of control. But at the end of the day, I've now identified three different problems that happened in this game already. Defense was sloppy early. Jared Goff was completely out of rhythm and has, has yet another turnover-filled game. And the pass protection wasn't there. But it's also why I say all of this, because I think two things are going to happen tomorrow. If we're talking about Lions fans locally, and I'm already seeing some on Twitch, on Discord and on Twitter, you want to blame this all on one man. You want to blame it all on on Aaron Glenn. I'm telling you, you need you need to look in multiple aspects of this game. And ultimately, at the end of the day, Aaron Glenn can't help a banged up and rather un, uh, de depleted pass protection unit, or sorry, not pass protection, pass coverage unit, uh, complete their place or lose their man. 
ultimately the lions are having a struggle there where the real struggles, the real things that's really starting to irritate is the fact that the, that the pass rush isn't there. Now, I mean, again, complicating that is they keep trying out Jack Campbell and Jack Campbell is really struggling out there as well. Rookies get to struggle. Okay. But the lions are also on a very, very ardent hunt, but also at the same time, Consider how many times that you ask the defense to stand on their head because the the offense can't get anything rolling because they're turning the ball on downs after after the go for it on fourth down because Jared Goff fumbles the football a cup uh, several times there because ultimately this this team just can't catch a break on its offense. You had two straight drives where where the ball was fumbled by the offense. The defense has to stand out on their head. You know what they did when they stood on their he- their head? They only let up three points in that half. Unfortunately, it just means that the entire team is really going through one right now. And the question overall is, does that is that a trend or is that a blip? Now, I said there'd be two different narratives that come out of this game. From the local people, it would be to blame a lot of this on Aaron Glenn. I really do not need to tell you again that as bad as it was starting and Aaron Glenn does take some blame and the defense does take some blame for not dealing with the Green Bay script on the first two drives, they did settle down and they did start to play better after that. I think this was much more of an offensive failure for the game and I know we don't really say that a lot about the 2023 Detroit Lions, but it's true. The other topic that's going to come out and the one that is so much more pervasive, the one that is so much harder to fight against because people are dead set in their ways and being very just stupid about it, is that they'll try to say that this is what the lions are. You know the magic words. You know the terms. They'll tell you that they're not a Super Bowl contender and that this is who they always were. And that's why I, I advise caution, really, over one game with an eight and three record. With a record that is up there with San Francisco and Philadelphia and the Dallas Cowboys. Really, this game, this one game after they amassed eight wins is enough to tell you all about the Detroit Lions. Really. Really. Because there's been some bag-up games for those other teams I mentioned. San Francisco 49ers lost three straight. And again, if you're new to the Lions that year, this year, that's fine. I understand it. Welcome. But this isn't college football. And you don't get to just run the table. And I don't think the Lions ever were going to run their divisional games and be 6-0 in division. At some point, someone was going to get you. And maybe, just maybe, this might be one of the better things to happen for the Detroit Lions is to get this loss out of the way. Because they've been playing pretty sloppy in different aspects of their games for about three weeks now. We had the shootout with the Chargers. And then after that, 
I thought the defense started to play well, except for the fact that he also put that the defense was putting them in a hole. But it, it's hard to talk about the defense there. I know Jeremy talked about it in our last POD cast. They thought the defense actually played a good game. But what you're having instead is that the the offense keeps giving the ball away now and giving short fields for offenses to work with. And it doesn't matter how good your defense is. If they're asked repeatedly to to guard short fields, they're not always going to succeed. So now for two games, there's been problems with the offense. And I felt like after the Bears game, maybe we can paper over a little bit of it as long as you find a way to win. But if you can't find a way to win, then you take the loss. And the short menu in the NFL is wins and losses. And maybe that that's what's needed to show, hey, wake up, wake up. You're, you're, you're playing late, late season football now. Wake up. It's a rough spot to be in. It's a divisional game on Thanksgiving, on a waxing gibbous moon. <laughs> Weirdest, stupidest freakonomic stat I've seen. And it's, it's, it's to keep pace with unbelievable expectations on the Detroit Lions from people who cannot wait to either invoke their past or for people who are just panicked at everything, panicked at everything that is going on. It's a bad spot to be in. And the Lions finally fell to that bad spot. They fell to that bad spot because some of the problems that have been festering now for about a month finally came home to roost. And the only question you have to ask yourself in the case of pass protection, in the case of Jared Goff himself, and in the case of defense trying to stop these early scripts that every team plays and dealing with electric young quarterbacks who are capable of flashing. They're not awful, but they're capable of flashing here and there. You got to figure out a way to stop them, nip that energy in the bud, because that's what a young quarterback thrives off the most is tempo and energy. And if you're not disrupting their tempo and energy early, you're going to find yourself in a hole just like they did with the Bears and here against the Packers. The good news is you're playing the Saints up next. You are on the road, however, but it means you're finally getting out of division a little bit. Also, the good news, if you're someone who watches the playoff picture, is that the the Vikings took a nasty loss, and I don't think that's the only loss they are going to take at some point, too. It is rough. It is rough because it feels like a closer fight and you feel the panic tightening on you. But you shouldn't panic just yet. What you should do is try to take stock of the fact that this team is 8-3 and three, and then you have to figure out for yourself, is this a trend or is this just a bad streak? Because Jared Goff has had bad streaks as a quarterback. And he's had really good ones for much longer. But Jared Goff today kind of looked like kind of how he did in 2021. And you just hope that that's only for a couple games. And you hope at some point the defense does settle down. I think they are. I think the, the stock on the defense for me is at least moving up. But I can't say as much about the offense right now. That's going to be it for the post-game podcast itself. We'll continue on Twitch for a while. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Uh, I know it's rough when the Lions play on Thanksgiving. We appreciate your support. Please make sure to keep giving for Movember because uh, we want to we want to continue to donate to the Alzheimer's Association. We'll be back with a full POD cast here later this week. As always, happy Thanksgiving. 
I love this day. It's one of my favorite holidays. I don't get to spend it with my family much too much now because of my work. So please spend it with yours if you have the chance. Traditions are good. We'll see you star side. 